I'm going to start sending out emails to people. Yeah. See if they can give me some updates. Good. Yeah. Make them get sick of hearing from you. <laughs> then they just don't tell me. Or they give you the job to, to shut you up. Yeah. I'm sure that'll happen. Because you're persistent. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. This week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. It's been a nice, quiet week. You know, not much happening in the news. Kind of laid back. You know, last week was the longest year of my life. Really? Yeah. There were so many highs and so many lows. <laughs> you know, Tuesday was a was a election in Georgia that everybody was really excited about and actually went the way people wanted it to go. Got rid of two awful human beings out of the Senate. And then Wednesday happened. What happened Wednesday? <laughs> it was hump day. Yeah. Yeah. No, just, you know, a little insurrection. Nothing, nothing major. Yeah. Just another day in the neighborhood. I mean, you, re you realize how different the world is. Today than it was for the last time we spoke. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, as what of a difference a week makes. Yes, as of as of this recording, um, not only are five people dead by the actions of the person in charge, mm -hmm. but he Trump has been banned from Twitter, has been knocked off all of his social media sites that he had. Motherfucker tried to tweet from other people's accounts and got them banned from Twitter. Yep. Um, Amazon today, as of Sunday have said that they are going to close down parlor and that they have 24 hours to get their shit off of there, which reading, reading online, what it would take to put parlor back up in its current form. Sounds like parlors going away for quite a while. But something will replace it. But it's going to be harder for these people to communicate. Um, I, I kind of watched the the events of Wednesday unfold on Twitter as they were happening. Okay. Um, and I, there was only there's only one other time in my life that I can say that I felt the way that I felt on Wednesday. And yeah. that was nine eleven. Okay. Like it truly was a horror to watch and then go online to Facebook and see people defending it and people trying to say that they were being respectful and it's a, it's a nonviolent protest. Really? Really? So yeah, it was, it was kind of disheartening. Um, you know, I had to explain to a 10 year old what, 
kind of what was going on and how basically the president is a big crybaby and decided that he was going to send his cronies to go try to stop a fair and um um what's the word i'm looking for a fair election a fair there there's been no fraud much to the the chagrin of the far right and it's just it's a it's a fucking mess and watching senator holly and senator cruz say that getting rid of trump doesn't help the unity just shows me that they need to be removed too oh definitely they are part of the problem they are just as much to blame as trump and rudy giuliani who called for a trial by combat an hour before they went and killed four people or well Four people died. So, so why aren't those people locked up? That, Don Jr. making threats. We're coming for you. Why is he not under arrest? Why are we letting them still get away with it? And I understand you can't make these people martyrs, but you're showing people, stupid people with guns, that they can really do and say anything they want. And that is what I don't understand. The, this entire thing has me scratching my head of why is he still in office? Why, why did they ban Trump, but they didn't ban really Rudy Giuliani, which was on Twitter the same day saying as horrible shit is what Trump was saying. Like, I know there's, there, there, there's that fine line of like, and people are yelling about the first amendment, which is completely wrong in this situation. Um, Twitter is a private company. Twitter's terms of service talks about you cannot incite violence. You cannot, you cannot bully people. You cannot do all this stuff. And up until now they let it happen because he was the president and they were trying to show a public record of Trump, whatever that was, but he's calling, he, he was calling for another attack from his people and Parler has been setting something up for the 17th, 18th and 19th before the inauguration. I don't think this is over. I, I honestly think we're going to see something next week that, Oh, it's not sooner. It puts, if not sooner, puts Wednesday as just making it look like a dry run. Uh, that's exactly what it was. If you, have you seen the video of the, the line of, militia just effortlessly walking up the steps of the Capitol and people just stepping out of their way and letting them go through. Yeah. Yep. That, I mean, that I've, I've seen, I think I've seen most of the videos that are, that people are calling into attention, them removing barricades, um, them just opening doors for people like, mm-hmm. It shows a a what's the word systemic yes a systemic problem that goes farther than the mega people that it is that it has permeated into Capitol Police and um, the FBI and racism is alive and well oh and as many people pointed out. If that had been Black Lives Matter, 
more than four people would be dead. Well, and when you look at the photos of the Capitol building during Black Lives Matter protests versus the Capitol building during, you know, yep, the the Trump protest, it's um, it's pretty disgusting. It really is. I mean, Trump incited a domestic terrorist situation. Sure did. There's no there's there's no other thing to call it. Those people are terrorists. They were not going in there to, to quote unquote, stop the steal. They were going to kill people. They, mm-hmm. there was a call online to kill P- Pence. Yes, there was there. The reason that that woman was shot. And I don't know if you've seen that video. No, I have not seen the picture of her getting shot. So I watched that video cause I was, I wanted to understand what had happened. And they're busting down a door with a, with a window in it and they Uh bust out the window. And on the other side is a room where they were holding the vice president because they couldn't Uh get out of the building. Right. The secret service clearly says to her, do not, do not enter that doorway. Do not come through. Do not. And she lunged at the window and they shot her. And as well, they should. And I don't care if she was in the air force. I don't care if you want to call her a veteran or whatever, just because you served in the military doesn't mean you're not an asshole. I'm tired of the, we have to respect these people because they served our country. No, if they're going to do that kind of shit. And apparently she had a, a, um, a criminal record of intimidation and, She's got all kinds of videos online of her screaming about immigration and QAnon and we're coming for you. I don't feel, I don't feel upset that she's dead at all. Like she got exactly what she deserved and they weren't going, they they had guys in there with zip ties that were going to handcuff people and probably kill them. Mm -hmm. I can't feel bad when shit happens to these people. I'm sorry. You went there with a specific purpose and you failed. Yeah. And then the, the fucking asshole from your state, Matt gets mm-hmm. who an hour later was like, well, this wasn't Trump people. This was Antifa. Fuck you. dude. Why is his Antifa doing all this stuff? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, Antifa seems like a bitch. It it just goes to show you that these people do not understand what Antifa is. Well, no, it's just a word they're using. No, and it's it's anti-fascism. Well, right. if you're so upset about anti-fascism, does that make you a fascist? Yes. Because I think it does. And now they're all screaming because Twitter is now dumping all their followers because of hate speech. And they're like... Republicans can't communicate anymore. And it's like, so they can't, what you're saying is that all the Republicans, all they're doing is saying shit that will break a term of service. So they're all fucking horrible people. Right. I, I find it very hard to feel sorry for these idiots that are putting this wannabe dictator ahead of the country and the head of their constituents. And you know, I, I, 
I don't want to sound like a fucking conspiracy theorist, but But. there are people within the government that tweeted locations of people while they were, while the the Capitol was under siege. Mm -hmm. There were, there are people like Clarence Thomas's wife who Uh bust in 80 busfuls of, of Trump supporters for this. There are, there are people that are culpable for the five, five, American citizens that died, whether they were on one side of it or the other. Now, the guy that had a heart attack because he accidentally tasered his testicles. Uh huh. He probably deserved to die. Oh, because he's just stupid. He's just stupid. Yeah. Oh, totally agree with that one. Yeah. So. Poor thing. (laughs) Yeah. Kidney special. Bless his heart. Yeah. That should go on the the Darwinism Darwin awards thing. Darwinism at its finest. Yeah. I don't know. I personally don't think this is over. I think that Trump going to the Alamo this week is a clear indication of he wants to make his last stand Mm -hmm. and that it is a call to violence for his people. Sure. Um, I think I personally feel like him not having Twitter is scarier than him having Twitter. Because Simply, you don't have a, you don't have that advanced. Right. I don't warning. know what he's thinking. Like when he had Twitter, he was just laying it all out and you could look at it and be like, you're a fucking idiot, man. Right. But now that he's not doing it and I have to hear about like shit secondhand, that scares me. Cause what's he telling the other people? So yeah, it's, it's been a fucked up week, man. I really, uh, uh Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there needs to be accountability. I think, um, I think Trump should be impeached because it would, it, it would lead to him not being able to hold office anymore. Well, he needs to be removed. Well, yeah. Well, first, yeah. So, Yes. Um, I think but I th- McConnell is saying, well, we're not back till the 19th of January. Well, they're going to, I think, I think Congress can pull them back though. That, well, they should. Yeah. Yeah. Congress is going to move ahead anyway. I don't know why it's taken them so long. Oh, come on. You know exactly why. Look at what they're dealing with. I think once, once Pence said, I don't know how I feel about the 25th amendment. On Friday, they should have been like, well, here's the articles of impeachment. Let's go. Sure. Let's not wait. Let's not let him fucking pardon himself or his cronies. Let's get him out while while the getting's good and not give him any chance to do anything else. (sighs) Too late. It's already in motion. It's already in motion. The inauguration should take place from a secure location. There shouldn't be any public. No, I viewing any any anything that would put people in harm's way. I think I think they should do it indoors at the White House with a cat with a TV camera with the idea of like we're doing this because of covid. We're doing this for security purposes. We're doing this for you know, just because of the shit that happened. And I think everybody will be okay with that. That has a logical way of thinking. 
everybody else, all the fucking Trump idiots are going to be like, oh, see, he's scared and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, no, I think if there's a credible threat, you know, they should take steps in order to protect the elected mm-hmm. president of the United States, which is what Biden is now. <sighs> Ten days, Chris. I know. I know. Ten days. That's it. But how much horrible shit can happen in those 10 days? Quite a bit. Yes. Quite a bit. You know, what this insane man has, has access to the nuclear codes. Yep. But Uh, I guess they've already talked to the joint chiefs of staff about that. Yeah, but they're in it. Well, I, you know, I don't know. I, I just have such a huge distrust of so many different people right now <laughs> that it's frightening. It's frightening that this happened. Mm-hmm. It's frightening that this hasn't been nipped in the bud, that we haven't been able to, you know, put it away, put them away, whatever that takes, mm-hmm. that we're still playing the game. Yeah, it's because if if they're not going to punish him for this, then what makes anybody else think that that they can't just do whatever the fuck they want? Sure. I mean, That's I'm exactly I'm glad is. that they're arresting the people that were like the the monkey circus yeah. thing, the the dude with the with the hat and But face don't paint. you think they were they were set up? No, that he pre- he preyed on these stupid people because they had you know they were those people who need attention on on Twitter and everything, and it's like, did you see the footage of the woman who was crying about being maced? Well, they think that's that was faked. It was faked because you can see that she's clearly got something inside that towel yep. that she's rubbing on her face. Yep. And if you had been maced minutes before, your face would not be that clean. No. Your face would be swollen and like you wouldn't be able to breathe. And yeah, it's it. That's all a fucking show. But I mean, at the same time, Charles Manson didn't actually kill anybody. But he masterminded Sharon Tate's murder. Mm -hmm. I think Trump fits into that description. Whether, whether these people were being used or not, they should have known better. They, people are stupid. Well, that's Pure and simple. People are stupid. Of course they are. That's why they live. They, they live blog the fucking insurrection. And it was easy for the FBI to go, okay, that guy and that guy and that guy. Um, you know, the, the dude that put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk and stole her mail. Yeah. He's already arrested. Like, like he's arrested the, the fuck hole from Florida that took the podium or the lectern. Um, yep. he's been arrested. Like, I'm glad they're not turning the cheek of like, well, you know, they were just caught up in the moment. The FBI is like, no, they're, they're fucking being arrested. And by Trump's own hand, when he was trying to punish Black Lives Matter people, all of his people are going away for 10 years because yep. he signed that into law. Fuck around on a on a federal property and you go to jail for 10 years. 
Thanks, Donnie. I hope that they remember this. They won't. They won't. And it's just become an impossible situation. Why do you think? Do you, where do you think the country goes from here? Do you think it's we are it's definitely split in half? We are yeah. definitely split in half, and that's what's terrifying. Is because there are all. I was I went up to do some some errands today, and I'm just looking at these people with their American flag masks and their Trump masks, and knowing that at least half of the people there are assholes. <laughs> and I mean that seriously, that they have a fucking warped sense of what reality is. Yep. And, you know, they, they think that what happened on Wednesday was the best damn thing ever. It's like, it's the rebellion, baby. It's the future. <laughs> it's like somebody needs to put a bullet in your head. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, but we're at that point. I don't know how you're going to purge society of this cancer. I mean, look, here's here's my thing. If Texas wants to secede from the union, then let them let them the door open. Let them do that. Build a wall around Texas, make Trump king of Texas, and then all of his people can all squeeze in there and they can all kill themselves. I'm more than happy with that as long as they're not taking American money. Okay, you're your own country. Here you go. Let Trump finance it. And then if they get rowdy, we just lob a couple of nukes over the wall. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, if it were only that easy. No, but it could be, John. Could be. You think? I don't know. I don't know. It's, I mean, did, you know, I mean... Trump has allies outside the U.S. and he's torn this country apart, and we are ripe for another 9/11. Yep. And you know, knowing that he has deliberately replaced people in key positions in the last two weeks that affect our national security should be terrifying people. Well, and it's already come into play because the Department of Justice and the Pentagon refused to send the National Guard in for two hours. Yep. And when they did, they, they had a hard time getting their weapons and their protective gear. Yep. And that is fucked up. That is completely unacceptable. They, but they, again, what has been done? Nothing. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff behind the scenes, and I know that they can't tell you every step of the way of what's being done behind closed doors. Yeah. But there has been nothing done on a broad enough scale that says, hey, you try this again. This is your fate. You know, maybe we need to reopen Guantanamo. <laughs> and let's let's throw these, you know, these hundred so on Republicans down there. I mean, there's – I don't feel that anything can be done on a big enough scale to make these people change what they're doing and what they think. Right. 
So where do we go from here? I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, First I'm... time in history that there's threat of, well, not the first time. Obviously, when Abraham Lincoln, Republican, was elected president, there was there was violence. But it wasn't because of um, Lincoln inciting riots and inciting right. people to, right. uh, you know, act out. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't know. I mean, the the accountability of the people killing the cop and, you know, the the things that happened on Wednesday really needs to be made an example of. And it, it definitely needs to start at the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really need to do something with him, but. I I don't have any faith in this country, especially like the Republican senators and stuff that are the last line of impeachment and all that kind of shit to do anything that's going to make a difference. Well, until January 21st and you can sign an executive order order. Well, I'm, I'm hoping he does that. I'm hoping Biden does that. I'm hoping Biden has the balls to be like, I don't care. Like this is, this needs to be changed and not, I don't want to ruffle feathers. I want to get things done. Right. You need the fucking ruffle feathers. Sorry. I don't know. I mean, it was a flat out coup attempt. Sure. And if he doesn't answer for that, then there's a really, really huge problem that what like, like, what the fuck are we saying to people? Why are we putting one man above the country? I, I don't get it. I really don't understand the love for him. But, you know, I tend to think for myself. So what do I know? Yeah, well, some people don't. A lot of people don't. Unfortunately, I, I blame the Kardashians. <laughs> I, I blame these people who need so much attention that they're doing stupid shit on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And, yeah. you know, it's. I mean, like Wednesday night I was on Facebook and somebody that I went to high school with put up a thing about how how she was feeling about the situation and um, people were attacking her because she wasn't supporting the president. And this is people up in New Jersey. Right. And so I jumped in a couple of times and they kept saying, Oh, you sound, you sound like every other Democrat. And it's like, motherfucker, just because I didn't vote for Donald Trump does not mean I am a Democrat. Like I consider myself an out and out independent. I, I truly feel it's best person for the job. That might be a Democrat. That might be a Republican. I, I, 
I am extremely liberal when it comes to social stuff. Like I believe in gay rights and I believe in, in the right to an abortion and I believe in equality and all of that stuff. I'm very conservative when it comes to money. Like I am a tight ass through and through when it comes to right. my own money. Um, the fact that these people are programmed to just jump on, Oh, you must be a Democrat and Democrats are evil and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, it's black and white. It's either you're this or you're that. There's no in between. There's no gray area. There's no nuance. Yeah, and and we're never going to get through to those people. No matter what happens, those 74 million people that voted for Trump are going to go to their deathbeds fighting for him. And you can't say anything bad about them. You can't say anything bad about Republicans without being jumped on. And it's like, this needs to fucking change. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the climate will just change enough to where we all die and we won't have to worry about it. Cause, you know. Well, that's definitely possible, too. Once that iceberg collides with Washington, D.C. Oh, please. <laughs> please. I don't know. It's it's a fucked up situation, and I don't I don't know. I, I don't understand how how we come back from this, how the, the country heals like all of the inciting Republicans want to say. It's not a time. It's not a time for. um you know, impeachment, because that'll just drive the country further apart. Right. Okay. We need unity. We need to heal. Yeah. we Really? No, we don't. We need to hold people accountable for, for the beating death of that police officer. And, you know, the people that stormed the Capitol building in a, in a desperate attempt to change an election that they lost. Right. Cause Show me the proof. Just show me the proof. Yeah. You say it's there. Show me the proof. Yeah. I mean, there was a, there was a video, I guess that got released to the, my pillow guy. Yeah. That, that was like, I'm meeting with Sidney Powell and I'm meeting with somebody else because I have, I have proof. And it's like, dude, let it fucking go. And, and how do you, you fucking asshole have proof. <laughs> exactly. Honestly. Exactly. You stupid fucking moron. <sighs> yeah. I just. Uh... And, and you know, what's the most telling thing about this. What's that? My father, who is a lifetime Republican, wrote um, a Facebook post where he basically said he turns, he turns 74 next, next week, I think. Yeah. And he was saying that he has never felt as scared for his family and his grandchildren as he did that day. And I, a little late. (laughs) Well, no, I know that, but like, if it can change him, if, if he can kind of see the era of the ways, then I have some hope for other people, not the idiots at the, at the rallies with the red hats, but the other Republicans that voted for Trump because they are lifelong Republicans and they always vote Republican. And sure. You have to tell the party line. Yeah. I, I have hope that those people will see the light and maybe next time some of the shit isn't as close as it, it, 
has been in the past. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this is the last time we have to talk about insurrection. So, mm, but I no. don't feel like that's, that's going to be the case. No, no, until the emperor is dead. <laughs> well, then Pence and needs the to pick him up and, and throw him down a goddamn fucking energy shoot. Is it possible to run for government under the Jedi party? <laughs> I don't see why not. I mean, there's all that other like green party and right. You know, people run under the communist the green party, party, the tea party. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know why, you know, you have to pick a party. Why can't you just be independent? Again, best for person for the job. Why does it have to be fucking Republicans and Democrats? Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? I don't get it. American politics is too fucked up, man. Yeah. I mean, people have been complacent too long. Yeah. Well, it, because it lines their pockets. And now, you know, I, the being being that I live in South Carolina, I got the 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 fun um video this week of um people screaming at Lindsey Graham at the airport calling him a traitor and it's like oh reap what you sow dude yeah but i wish that got physical well i mean it, with, until you uh, with not the, the what i'm condoning violence <laughs> but until you beat the shit out of a Lindsey Graham a Ted Cruz a Jason Hawley any of these people, uh, uh, who's the one from Maine, Collins, any of those cowards who are totally complicit in this. Yeah. I don't think anybody is, they are the type of mentality that they're going to think they can get away with it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we had all those people around him. Nobody was bothering him. <laughs> they were just yelling stuff. Well, I mean, but but what I what I love is that Lindsay is coming back to a red state. Lindsay yeah. is coming back to a state that loves Trump. And if he's being yelled at there, he's going to be absolutely decimated when he comes home. Like he should have just taken a trip somewhere, somewhere else. But he's going to take his millions and he's going to have a happy life. And he's going to have all the male escorts he wants. I was going to say, and until all that stuff comes out. It's already come out. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. Well. That's where we're at. Man. So, yeah. Good times. Was it an ancient Chinese curse? May you live in interesting times? <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah. Yep. And here we are. Yep. New Zealand, here I come. <laughs> oh, I only wish they would take people. <laughs> Definitely seems like the place to be. Yeah. Man.
And then, uh, you know, all this shit is happening. And I always write down little notes on a notepad of things that happen that I wanted to mention during the show. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down like, Oh, the, on, on Tuesday night, I wrote down like the, the election in Georgia. And then all the shit that I wrote down got totally, um, overshadowed by the fucking coup attempt. Mm -hmm. So, but I did. And when these things happen in other countries, we send people down there to shut it down. Yep. Yep. But here we are. Oh, no, no, no. Do as I say, not as I do. Yep. And that's the oh, problem. America. Mm-hmm. But I did want to bring up the curious case of Tanya Roberts. Bizarre. <laughs> so, so Tanya Roberts, uh, an American actress who you might have seen in the movie Beastmaster. She was a Bond girl in Sheena. Um, what was the Bond film? Was it View to a Kill? I think so. Uh, Sheena, um, she was on that, that 70 show. show as Midge. Yep. She was yep. Donna's mother. Mother or stepmother? Was she the mother? mother? Okay. She was the original mother. Um, reported that she had died from COVID-19. And then the next day they said, no, actually she's alive that, and they had, they had even interviewed her husband that, and her husband had said, Oh, I'm dearly going to miss her. And then the next day it came out that she was alive and everybody yeah. was like, what the fuck, man? And then she died for real. <laughs> Did she really? <laughs> Did she really? I want pictures. I, I mean, apparently so it, it is one of the weirdest, like, COVID related death things I think I've heard of since this all started. But she didn't die of COVID. I thought she did. I thought that's I, why they Is that why she passed out after walking the dog? <laughs> is that so wait, uh, is that what, what happened? Yeah, she had been out watch walking the dogs and she came home and I uh, I thought I want to say I thought she fell and hit her head, but that might be somebody else. That was the um, that was the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Okay. So, so officially, okay. So she died at sixty-five from a urinary tract infection that caused sepsis. Ew. Now that's not COVID. No, Charlie's uh, after she collapsed on Christmas Eve, her official cause of death was revealed to be a urinary tract infection that developed in the sepsis. Now, she was in the hospital. Yeah. Which you know, I've had I've had friends whose parents have gone in for things like that and then caught COVID afterwards. They're not mm -hmm. saying it's COVID related, but Right. Um You know, it it there might have, you know, she might have been infected along with the sepsis and the UTI. I don't know. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know what sepsis is, it's a life threatening condition in which the body actually injures its own tissues and organs. Mm -hmm. And more than one point five million people get sepsis each year in the U.S., and at least two hundred and fifty thousand Americans die annually. That's a lot of people that die from sepsis. Mm, yeah. Damn. 
Your immune system just like attacks you. That's weird. Human body is such a weird thing. It is. It's a miracle, Chris. It's a miracle. Well, and it's like, you know how many parasites and and symbiotic relationships we have in our bodies with like bacteria and stuff? Uh-huh. You were just one giant like organism made up of billions of different little tiny things that are alive. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean that was that it was it was such an odd thing. Wait, why do they say Betty White? Wait, what just happened? Betty White, Tanya Roberts, and other celebrities, oh, who were prematurely reported dead. Uh, Huffington Post referred to as a shining example of all that is funny and spectacular in the world was the victim of a celebrity death hoax in 2014. Okay. Yeah, nobody better touch Betty White, man. That's right. Was she 99? Is she? 96. She's 96? I don't know. She's old. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Betty Um, White. 98. 98. Wow. Two more years, Betty. Come on. Just hang in there. Ruthie couldn't do it. You you think that that at 98, you're just like, you just want to die? You think you've been like, I've seen too much, like I'm ready? Um, yes. Yeah. I think there comes a point when you're like, I'm done. (laughs) I've done everything I wanted to do. I have no regrets. I'm becoming a burden to my family. (laughs) It is time to just hit the reset button. I'm back to wearing diapers. Yeah. (laughs) It's time to go. Or still, like our president. Well, yeah. Good old shit stain Trump. Yeah. But you know what? I can now I can say that I have more Twitter followers than Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm a little upset because my my goal was to get banned by him on the twentieth. Oh, like our friend Dave. Who's he? Was he banned? He got he he got blocked by by Trumpster. Oh really? Yep. Yeah. Well, damn it. There's a bucket list. Oh well. To. Do you think he has time for you, Chris? Do you think he's really thinking? It's like who's this guy? Well, I mean. Other people have been banned by other people for less, so you know I, I'm, I'm never before have so many done so little for so few. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, you know, it was a goal. I can't I can't reach that one now, so I'll have to go on. I'll move on, move on to something else. All right. Well, good luck with that quest. Maybe getting banned by Trump Jr. You know. Oh, yippee. <laughs> no, you'll get banned by Eric. <laughs> what a waste. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here's a here's a saying. Howard B. 
Leibengood. Yeah. A 15-year veteran of the Capitol Police who defended the Capitol from Trump's terrorists just committed suicide. Oh, great. He is now the second Capitol Police officer to die after Trump incited an armed insurgents insurrection against the American Capitol. Remember this next time a Trumper wraps himself in a Blue Lives Matter flag. Uh, what a weird fucked up world. Anyway. Did you watch anything fun this week on TV? Um, actually, I've got a couple of things to talk about. Okay, hit me. Oh, but we're out of time. Uh, <laughs> we're never out of time. Um, so the first thing that I, I watched was Pennyworth. Oh, the, um, the, the Alfred series. Yeah. Where he's like in the military. Uh, or something like that. Very small part of it. Okay. Like the first episode, you see some of that and there's some flashbacks, but, um, But I I really like it. I kind of feel like this is the series Gotham should have been. Really? Because you've got all of these uh they're not yet costumed villains. Okay. But they're very close. So this takes place in the 1960s. It's very British. I mean, it's some of the dialogue is hard to understand. The guy who plays Alfred is channeling Michael Caine. It's really bizarre. Um, but you can see how these characters could be the predecessors of Catwoman and, you know, all those types. Um, so is this another one of those like um proto villain of the week type thing? No. Okay. So this takes place um Alfred's back from the war. He's working as a um bouncer at a nightclub. His dad is a butler. Um He's got a couple of buddies from the military. They kind of hang out at um, this bar that he works at. And he's got um, – he's not what I would call a good person at this point. Okay. He's involved in all kinds of shady underworld stuff and murdering people and wow. – uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird to explain. There's this one character who's played by a British singer, Paloma Faith, who's just batshit crazy. <laughs> and to the point where, like, she's an enforcer for this group called the Ravens. Okay. And and there are these two groups that are trying to take over the British government, the Ravens and the and the no-name league. And the Ravens are kind of flamboyant. Um some of their followers aren't quite costumed, but are definitely not wearing normal street clothes, <laughs> like they have a lot of black feathers and they're kind of gothy looking. Um but they're not costumed villains yet. Okay. 
they're they're they very much believe they are in the right and they need to overtake the government and the parliament and the queen and this isn't the the you know great britain of the 1960s this is definitely the great britain that exists in gotham more or less right so the queen is single she's hot she's horny um <laughs> um london the streets are lined with um, criminals are put on public display. There are stocks and pillories lining the streets. There are hanged bodies hanging across the streets. There are um, people in gibbets and on spikes. And there are dirigibles flying by. So it's that very weird, steampunky, futuristic, not quite futuristic, um, version of what what london is like at that time hmm, okay um thomas wayne is in it martha kane is in it um they are also not what i'd call really good people um thomas wayne has been sent to london to kind of uh support the no name league for the FBI Martha Kane was a photographer who somehow gets mi mixed up in some of this stuff mm -hmm. um they've hired um Alfred a couple of times to do jobs for them okay it's really it i really like the idea that we're seeing stories that if you didn't know them, you wouldn't see the full makeup of the Wayne family and Alfred and the influences on Bruce. Okay. Um, they're partway through season two, or maybe it's just it was a long season one. It's supposed to come back on March 7th, I think. Um, it's worth checking out. So, it's, it, it, you know, there's, there's, there's girls in beehives, go-go dancing, thigh-high boots. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's, it's a very interesting style. Do you think that they're going to be like, hey, Alfred was a costumed vigilante at some point? I hope not. Okay. If they do, then that's going to really be disappointing to me. Um, I don't quite know where it's going. Okay. Um, because Alfred is very young in this still. He's 26. I don't know at what point he would have become Thomas Wayne's butler. If indeed he was his butler. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, I, I definitely say it is something worth checking out. Do you think that we're going to see the story that, that um, Alfred tells to Bruce in what is it? Dark Knight about the uh, tangerine about the, about the jewel know. thief and the size of a tangerine. I don't know. It it would be interesting if they start 
pulling in that mythos, but um, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know if, if they're allowed to do that. You know what the whole relationship is. It's obviously a Warner Brothers production. It's it's definitely um, it doesn't feel like it's becoming a standalone of any type. Where where did the whole Alfred? Being a badass thing come from because Alfred was never a badass when I was growing up. No, he was this frail old man. Yeah, even in like um, you know, dark the the um, the animated series. Yeah, he, he was a younger he was version. Hum- he was the humble man servant. He was the younger version of Alfred, but he was he was nothing more than the servant. Right, and was it? I mean, was it Gotham that really kind of put that out there of like former yes. SAS yes. operative and all that shit? Yes. Okay. I don't think at any other point you're introduced to Alfred in that way. It's it's a weird thing that like that's where we're going with it. But. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's very, um, I'm finding it very entertaining and there's a lot of really over the top violence. Oh, okay. Um, this one character who's the former leader of the Ravens is kidnapped by, um, What's what's Churchill's role? Prime Minister. Okay. And brutally tortured by several people, including Paloma Faith. Um, In, I don't remember, it's the end of the second season. um, He gets his nose cut off. Pretty much on camera. Wait, who does? This, this this Lord who used to be the leader of the Ravens. Oh, okay. And then he is kind of like dumped in the streets and I mean, it's really weird. It's really weird. But then he, he, he is found. He is, um, Except it has the official leader of the Ravens. They're all behind him. He's wearing a a a metal nose now. He's got a a, a big fur trimmed coat. I mean, he he very much looks like he's becoming what we would think of as as one of the costume villains. Okay. But there's there's several scenes of like people getting their heads bashed in. And it's like, oh, wow. Didn't expect that. <laughs> worth checking out. It Definitely w- worth checking out. Where Where is it playing? Like, um, I found it on Epics. Okay. Epics is one of those, is the free channel I get with my <laughs> totally worth it Xfinity <laughs> right. contract. Um, yeah. I wonder if it's on HBO Max. I wonder if that's part of the DC. It might thing. be on Prime already. 
Pennyworth drama series. Um, all watch options. Premium subscription on Prime, which means you have to have epics, I think. Um, yeah, it's all like premium add-ons for stuff. Oh, I'm sure you can find a way to watch it. Oh, I'm sure I could. There's only, wait, is there only four episodes? No. There's two seasons. There's a season. I don't know if it's the, if it's the entire first season or if the first, or if this is kind of like a walking dead situation where the second season started and then it was kind of um, stalled. Okay. But there are da, 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 a 10 episodes in season one. Okay. And I think we've seen four. Yeah, we've seen four four from season two. Oh, uh, okay, I gotcha. Then what okay, then what I was looking at on Prime was season two. Ah. And they're all like hour long? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I may have to check that out. It's very interesting. After you steered me wrong, I'm mad, mad about you, though. Hey, oh, you wanted to? Okay, so I wasn't going to talk oh. about this, but since you brought up mad about you. <laughs> okay. Did you catch the new Ted Danson series, Mayor, or Spin City 2? Uh, well, I, I've seen the commercial. I It looked like Spin City, so I didn't bother to watch it. Um, It's very Tina Fey. Okay. Um, I will say that Holly Hunter looks fucking weird. <laughs> well, I mean, she hasn't aged gracefully, right? Uh, I, she's aged. Well, yeah. But she's, but she's very tight. <laughs> <laughs> and she feel, I feel like she's playing the, the character she was playing in, was she in Raising, Raising Arizona? Was that her? Um, raising Arizona. I don't. I don't know if that was her or not. Uh, Holly Hunter. Uh, Holly Hunter. Yes. Piano broadcast news. No, she was in it. Sick. Yes, in Raising Arizona, her character was Ed. Oh, okay. Um, she's, she's very hicky okay. for lack of a better word. Um, a very fringe political kind of person. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I think it was the second episode I watched, um, Ted Danson has appointed her, has, he was a retired millionaire, he gets elected to be the mayor of the city. Um, he says, you know, it's like, why don't I? they said you haven't named any deputy mayors? He's like, I'm not going to have any. It's like, why? I was hired to do the job. I'm going to do the job. I don't need help. And then he just somebody convinces him 
in his um, circle that they should um, make this crazy woman uh, deputy mayor. You know who because she because he can keep an eye on. You know who she looks like now. Who in these promo photos? Uh, oh God, what is her name? Is it Amanda Pete? Mm. Who was who was no Amanda Plummer? Yes. Is that who I'm thinking of? I think so. She was in like um um Pulp Fiction. Is that Amanda yes. Plummer? Yes. Yeah, she looks like her in the in the um in like the the promo pictures. Yeah. It I I don't know how long I'm going to stick with it, but since there's not a lot on, I I you know, I've got it in my my uh record bank okay. for the time being. Oh, you um, in that record bank. I know. I just randomly watch shit until like there's something better. <laughs> so something else I've been watching. Yeah. The Expanse. Have you watched The Expanse? I love The Expanse. Okay. Uh, I'm almost done with season two. Okay. Um, I I really like it. I love the world building. I love what they're doing with accents. Oh, with like the belters and the yeah, yeah. Yes, yep. that they're that they sort of sound Cockney, but now it kind of sounds Nigerian, and then it kind of sa- and there are people from you know all these different places now in the in the expanse of space. Yep, that um, have developed regional accents. Yeah, and it's it's very much at, like. It's it's a great bit of world building because once you hear somebody speak, you know exactly where they're from. Right. Um, it it gets a little fuzzy when you're talking about Martians versus the Earth people. Well, I was really confused when they introduced the Martians mm-hmm. and they just looked like humans. <laughs> it's like, huh? It just it's just another colony that broke away. Yeah. And they they are humans. They came from Earth. Yep. But this is so many years in the future that they identify as being Martians. Martians. And it's it's a really interesting thing. I don't know how much they've they've touched on it. Um, but there is definitely um like the the world building has gone to the point where they take into account gravity on different yes. planets and how Martians can't really go to earth because the, they can't stand up and like they have trouble walking because the gravity and they've thought and they about all breathing this. because yeah. of the weight of everything on their lungs. Yep. And it's all thought of and it's all laid out and it's very much star Wars esque in like everything has a lived in feel. Yes. It's it's not just a world built for this. This is a world that you're being dropped into that has been there for hundreds of years. Um it is probably one of the best science fiction TV shows that's ever been released in something like this. Yep. They don't do the Star Trek thing of like there's just artificial gravity on all the ships. Like right. they they're all walking around with magnetic boots and 
the 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 way that the ships travel in space is all based on physics and not like Star Trek or Star Wars where, you know, this shot's going to look cool because the ship's going to come swooping around. Right. They don't do that because in space it doesn't work that way. Yep. And yeah, I mean, it's such a good TV show. There's if, if you like sci-fi and you haven't been watching it, it's all on prime. Yep. Um, well worth it. They're like our episodes. Yep. Very well done. Um, I really like um, the UN ambassador, Shuri. Uh, with the real deep gravelly voice. Agda Charlu. Yeah. I mean, I've seen her in a bunch of things and I really like her as an actress. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing that I saw her in was House of Sand and Fog with, uh, uh, what's his name? You know, that guy. <laughs> Uh, he was the Mandarin, uh, Ben Kingsley. Oh, ben Kingsley, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, I love her costumes. I love how they've taken uh, a cultural identity, and I love the fact that she's married to to Raj's father. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. That it's I, I can't say enough about her. I I I hope she doesn't turn out to be a traitor at some point, <laughs> and I end up hating her. But it's a, it's just a really great show. And I was I told you before that there is this guy at the comic book shop who was kind of trying to sell me on it. It's like, oh yeah, it's all about world building and it's it's about Greek mythology and. I'm like, okay, haven't quite seen the Greek mythology yet, other than some names. <laughs> right. Um, you know, there's there's, you know, a spaceship called Anubis. But it's not that, you know, this is the the Greek mythology of say Battlestar Galactica. Right. Egyptian mythology. Um but I really like it. The first one I I felt had a real Blade Runner kind of feel, maybe because it was a, a a detective story of sorts. You've got the detective who's kind of existing in the underground, and yep. he, you know he gets a ta- uh, an assignment that kind of takes him outside of his world. Which is um um what's his name who played the Punisher? Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Yeah. 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 When I first started watching it. At- so the expanse took me two times to try to really get into it. I don't, I don't okay. know what happened the first time, but I tried to watch the first episode and it wasn't clicking with me. And then about a year ago, right as lockdown happened, okay. um, I was looking around and one, uh, one of the new series, one, I guess the new season had shown up on um, prime. And I was like, well, let me watch it from the beginning. And that time I just sucked me in and couldn't get enough of it Yeah, and burn through whatever yeah. I watched, whatever, whatever seasons there were in like three weeks or something. Yeah. I think I started watching this on Thursday and you're, you're, so I'm 20 episodes in <laughs> after just a few days. Yeah. Yep. Um, but really well done. Yep. 
none of the special effects look hokey. The whole concept of this life form yep. is just amazing. Yep. It, I mean, it kind of feels like the singularity that kind of, yeah, your, your trans, your consciousness is transported into a different state of being has the, the, uh, the thing that is taking over the uh, space station becomes the woman that the detective was looking for in season one. Yep. Because that was kind of part of her programming, I guess that, you know, she was supposed to be the, uh, uh, the carrier the new mother. I don't know how you want to say it. I mean, and, and the th- this thing, the, the, the interesting part is, and I know that you're only into season two, but like that connection never stops. Like right. we're into season five now and there are still ramifications from season one that are going on. And I don't know how they keep it all together mm-hmm. and how they, they keep, they keep a movie. Uh, they keep the the story moving forward by introducing new things, but it's all still like connected to season one. And I okay. really appreciate that. It's not just like, hey, it's a new season, so here's a new problem that you have to fix by the end. It's this is one complete story, and I really appreciate that about the expanse. Cool. Yeah. Now, does the guy in season two who is at the beginning of every episode in his spaceship hurtling somewhere <laughs> through space 137 years ago? <laughs> I'm assuming at some point that's important. That I believe that's talking about the the drive system. It's a way for them to explain how they get places as quickly as they do. Ah, uh, okay. Um because the actor was familiar. There's something that happens like that, I think, in season three, too, that um, okay. ends up leading to season four. Like, it's it. I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but like, okay. it's everything. Everything has a purpose. Which is rare. To everything, turn, turn, turn. <laughs> yeah, I love The Expanse. Um it's and it's one of those things it was on the sci-fi channel yeah see i remember that the sci-fi some of the editing is a little odd yeah did it originate on sci-fi channel yep okay so that's why that there are edits obviously for commercials yes yeah there are definitely commercial break type things within the first couple of seasons okay um and i don't remember they have they have really leaned into the fact that they're on Amazon now. Okay. So there's a lot of cursing and there's there's some nudity now. Yes. Uh um which obviously didn't come from the TV side of it. Oh, duh. Yeah. Um so it's it's well, interesting there, that they they do that. There are several fucks that I've noticed so far. Okay. I mean, but, but one, sure. one of the things, but it, it does come of that thing. Like sci-fi gets a hit show on their hands like this or Battlestar Galactica or Farscape that, that really has an audience and then they just cancel it. 
Mm-hmm. And this was one of those shows that they canceled and the fans stood up and said, no, we want more. And they went to Amazon and Amazon looked at the the series and went, yes, absolutely. We can work with this. Um, and didn't like cheap out on the special effects. They didn't cheap out on set construction. Mm-hmm. Like there, there were the existing sets, but like. In later Amazon seasons, once you get into like season four, you're going to be like, holy shit. Like they spent well, a lot mean, of money. Did the animation of this life form, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. is just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you're watching it because it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good series. Cool. And you know they did the they did the cool sci-fi thing. They gave him a cool ship with a cool name, right? And like the Rosinante is is as much a character as like the Millennium Falcon is in Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's a, and it's it it's also a great bit of world building, um, along with the idea of um, how different everything looks because in like other series, they would have built a set and they would have redressed it a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. This like Tycho station looks completely different than Mars looks completely different than earth. And it's not just redress sets. It's they're just building new sets for these things. Right. And they're taking that time to be like, um, this is what the, um, this is what the signage looks like on Mars. This is the way that th- things operate on Mars, but this is Tycho mm-hmm. station. So Tycho Station's going to look and act differently. Right. We've got the belter stuff that looks different. Um, there's once you get through season three, um, go on to YouTube okay. and the Adam Savage's um, YouTube channel tested. Yeah. Did a lot of, behind the scenes stuff with um, the expanse. He's actually in season one. And isn't something named in his honor. Savage industries. There's there's some shirts that people wear in the background and say savage industries on it. Okay. Um, Which actually is a real company that he owns. And (laughs) so um, he's done a lot of behind the scenes stuff. He's done a lot of stuff with the props and things. Um, He's, kind of delved into the whole world building aspect of it. And I think that you'd appreciate it, especially. And it's very intelligently done. It's not, things aren't being done just because they look cool. Right. There's a process behind it. There's a, a rationalization. Um, I just got to the point where the Martian gunner has broken out of her uh, apartment on earth after being, after giving testimony. Okay. And she's trying to get to, um, to the o- she wants to see the ocean before she's sent back to mm-hmm. to Mars, and she's kind of walking through this homeless camp, and the few people she interacts with, everybody wants something to give her simple information, right? And it's, you know, it's it just shows the disparity in that society of, you know, this is supposed to be New York city. 
this is the United Nations. <laughs> and yet there are people on the streets. You know, there's the one guy she meets who's been off his meds for several months. So he's kind of not in his right mind. Um, she asks one woman for the, how do you get to the, um, to the ocean? She says for 50, I know. Yeah. Yep. That's <laughs> like, okay, that's really kind of interesting. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really looking forward to get into the rest of it. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's, um, it's definitely, um, worth and apparently they they stick very close to the expanse books. Okay. Um, which is why it feels like one coherent story is they're not, they, they didn't do the thing of like walking dead where it's kind of based on it, but it's, but they've made changes for their own purposes. And Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so there was an interview with the guy that plays Amos. Um, and he said that when he went to, do his audition that like they auditioned everybody for Holden. Like that was, that was who you read for. And when they told him they wanted him to play Amos, he like got really excited and they said, Oh, and he said, I've read the books. Amos is the, is the person that I wanted to be ever since I heard you guys were doing this. So they've picked the right people for the casting because they're super excited about it too. Mm Mm-hmm. And That's I don't, great. I don't know if you recognize Holden, but he's War and Peace from Sky High. Oh, okay. Yep. And he looked familiar. I just couldn't tell from where. He used to have really long hair. Okay. And so he was War and Peace in um, Sky High. He played. He he was the main character in that ten thousand BC movie. That was out a long time ago. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's nice to see those people, um, get good shows. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's all, it's, it's a, it's a really good cast. It's a really good, good writing. And it's, uh, it's definitely one of my, my favorite sci-fi shows now. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, that means you should be caught up by next week. <laughs> uh, I should be, actually, yeah. I would think so. <laughs> New episodes come out on Wednesday, just so you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my lunchtime watching on Wednesdays. Mm. Make a sandwich, and then I open up, uh, <laughs> I open up Amazon. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. So if you haven't seen it, I... I I think if you're listening, it's something you would enjoy. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, don't, don't let the first couple of episodes turn you off because they do drop you into the middle. Um, and are really set on showing and not telling. And I think a lot of times that that can turn people off. If it is a rich world, like, what they're doing in the expanse Mm -hmm. and they jump back and forth between a bunch of stuff in the first couple of episodes. And they go from like, um, um, where Thomas Jane is 
and they do like this whole thing that like he's got a partner. Yeah, it's Magnum PI. And then all of a sudden he goes away. He's done well he he gets killed, but then he's not quite dead. Right. And somebody finds him. Right. And I haven't seen him since. So, so yeah, so like like there are things like that that come and go, but there is a there is a story, a very well crafted story underneath that just watch the first like five and if you're not hooked by the fifth episode then you're not going to enjoy the series but um it's really really well done especially if you like like physics accurate space travel Mm -hmm. it's very cool yeah i mean everything around it has been great so far Cool. Well, good. That'll be something for us to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Since you're not watching the Connors. Well, no, I'm not watching the Connors. <laughs> I'm. I. I think I'm back to not watching anything on regular TV. Yeah. I think it's all like stuff on Netflix or Amazon at this point. I'm still trying to get through Orphan Black. Okay, I have not ventured into that as of yet i'm it's um after after mr robot and like getting real into that i jumped into this thinking that i was going to be that way again and and it just didn't capture my attention the way that that did Mm, okay but now like i like the story i think it's it's really cool where they're going and it's it's cool to see um tatiana oh what's her name Masani, I think that's her name, play different characters. Like she's playing like five different characters in the same shot. And like the oh, the cool. camera's moving around the room. And it's it's an interesting like how how the fuck did they do that? How did they get the camera to circle that character with everybody else in the shot? Like it's it's that kind of stuff. And and okay. it's it's very cool to see. It's it. And I like the story. I'm just, I don't know. It doesn't, I'm not like, Oh, I should watch an episode of this. It's, it's more of like, Oh yeah. I kind of need to watch another episode of. Yeah. Um, something new I watched this week was the hustler with Colin Ferguson. It's a game show. Okay. Um, it had potential. Okay. There was a show quite a few years ago called The Mole, which I think did this better. Um, in The Mole, well, okay, let me let me explain The Hustler. So in The Hustler, there are five people brought to this big steampunky library where Colin Ferguson hangs out, I guess. <laughs> and it's a trivia competition, but all but one of the people is actually a plant. Okay. And all of the trivia questions have to do with this one person so that this one person knows all the answers. And if the group gets the question correct, they, they bank, I think it's $10,000 per question, 10 questions. Um, and it's either the, out of the five contestants, um, one is eliminated 
and then a second one is eliminated. Then there's down to three, which would be two people and the 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 hustler. Right. And they either have to identify the hustler, in which case the two the two normal players would win and split the money, or the hustler can take the money from them. So the hustler is just as interested in getting these answers right as the other players. And so far, there have been two episodes. In the first one, um, the hustler was so easy to identify. <laughs> and the second one was a little bit harder. The first one, the hustler was was called out and the two people won. And then the second one, the hustler won. Okay. But it just feels like it might have been a good premise. And they spent a lot of money on the set. But I don't know how far it's going to go. Okay. Now, the mole. I love the mole. Uh, it was hosted by Anderson Cooper at one point, and it was a bunch of strangers, and it was kind of a, uh amazing race kind of setup. So they were going around Europe, and they had to do different tasks, but there was one person within their group who was a mole and trying to um, uh, sabotage them. And, you know, the whole thing was that at the end, you kind of had to identify the mole. Okay. And if you identify the mole, then you were the winner. It became celebrity mole at one point. That's how popular it was. It 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 was kind of a better payoff than hey, either the hustler or the other people are going to win. And they would have to do all these tasks that were, like I said, very amazing race. Um. But they would get um, money thrown into their bank for for completing certain things. Okay. And you know, it might have been they were in Italy, and one of them, and somebody had to pose nude for an artist, or they were somewhere else, and somebody had to dye their hair green, and just these weird challenges, <laughs> and the whole dynamic. At one point, um, Kathy Griffin was one of the competitors. Okay. I don't know. It was it was just different. <laughs> Hopefully the hustler gets better. I like Colin Ferguson. Yeah, so do I. I'd like to see the guy yeah, the guy succeed. <laughs> and I am now officially out of words. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, on that note, uh hopefully it's a better week this week. Hopefully uh nothing happens. Of moving forward. Well, hopefully some things happen, but no more violence. How about that? Mm -hmm. um, but in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Wear your mask. <laughs> <laughs>